Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Hello, sexy fit babes. Welcome back to another episode. Today, we are joined with pretty iconic people. I must say so myself. We are actually live in... Miami, Miami mommy. Um, very fun. We are joined by two lovely ladies who are both dietitians, work for TSN, and support so many of you amazing babes that might be listening to this show. So welcome, Kendall and Hannah. Thank you. Yes. Glad to be here. So happy to be here. Have us all together. Let's recap the trip a little bit. So we came in, we had a lot of fun. A lot of the questions we got were around fun foods and really like how we navigate it. So you know, thinking about how you guys kind of prep for a trip like this as dietitians that obviously if you're here, I know you guys are all about fun and balance. Like, of course we have goals and, you know, dreams that we're going towards, but it's also about having fun. How do you guys handle like trips with friends, family, and like fun? Like, how do you fit it in? Um, I would say, especially when it comes to goals is one thing that I like to do before going on vacation is taking five minutes before going and then asking myself, what do I want to do on this trip? Do I want to try to lose weight or do I want to um, enjoy myself and eat balance and not really worry about the weight loss part, but maybe just maintenance? So assessing your goals, I think is very important before you leave. And then also um, coming up with realistic expectations around that. So if you have like a wedding or something that you're really, you know, trying to lose weight for, you might have to be a little bit more stricter. Or, you know, if you're looking just to have fun, it's about finding that balance and giving yourself some grace because you're on vacation and you should enjoy yourself with food as well. Yeah. What about you, Ken? I mean, well, Hannah just gave like the <laughs> most perfect answer. Um, but I think the first thing that comes to mind for me and something I love to tell clients of just a huge range of clients that I've worked with in the past and present and future is having a plan. And I think that starts with the airport if you're flying or even like what the car looks like if you're driving. Um, so for me, that's always packing some things emergency wise, like a protein bar. I am like famous for always having this go-go squeeze applesauce. In oh, my, you really are. My purse and my <laughs> bag. Um, but I just like to never be in a situation where I feel like I'm caught going too many hours in between meals. We had talked about this earlier. Wait, how, literally, we all did at lunch. <laughs> yeah, at lunch. How sometimes um, when I travel with family, they don't eat as regularly throughout the day. And I find that eating in regular intervals is really important for me for really what it boils down to is blood sugar control, right? Getting to that hangry point. Oh, the worst. Especially on a trip, I think really leads to making those choices that maybe you're not feeling so great about afterwards. Mm. So we're sitting here about to go out to dinner and we had that weird time period kind of between like, oh, we had a little bit later of a breakfast. We don't know, like dinner's kind of early, but we were all hungry. So we decided to go out and have lunch. And I thought that that was such a smart idea, especially because we're going to have a couple drinks at dinner. Like, let's be real. Yes. Um, We're in Miami. (laughs) But I think having that midday and like being intentional instead of, oh, we'll just save it for dinner, I think really prepares you for going into those meals, having a little bit more control over your hunger 
and then being able to make those decisions based on your goals, like Hannah had mentioned. And you have to see what's going to set you up for success. So I guarantee you, because I've been in those situations where we don't want to eat because, you know, everyone else is not eating or we might feel uncomfortable. But I guarantee you, if you say, hey, I'm, I need a little snack or I'm starving, there's going to be one other person that is so thankful that you said that in the room because they're going to be hungry as well. Um, and then, you know, kind of going into like, you have to, in order to have like a good relationship with food, in my opinion, too, like you have to be able to kind of challenge yourself to say those things. And, you know, like Kendall said, you have to have confidence and it takes time and practice. But, you know, if it's something in an uncomfortable situation where you don't want to do it right now, it's totally OK to take a step back for 10 minutes and, you know, go to your room, get a little snack in um, or, you know, do something on the side for yourself because you're here for you and you want to make sure that you stick to your goals and eat balance. And, you know, that's going to set you up for success. So. Yeah. I'm also even thinking of clients that are like not confident in themselves and they don't want people to know that they're going on a diet. I mean, you be hear that all the time. You know, when you have someone in your family that you don't want them knowing you're dieting, what would be advice you would give a client like that? A tough one, right? Like if you, yeah, right. My mind goes back to a couple of people that have come up with similar situations recently of like weekends at someone else's house or, or trips coming up and you don't want to come across as rude. Um, I think it's probably fair to think that there might be some sort of like vegetable dish, at, like at a meal time. Um, yeah. So taking, you know, control what you can control is kind of something that I like to think about in those situations, right? If you're not preparing the food, obviously you can't control that part, but you can maybe control how much of it you're having at the mealtime. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a, you know, self-serve situation, maybe you can put some more vegetables on your plate. Or if you're going out to dinner, that's almost perfect case scenario, right? And oh, you yeah. can make that choice to, is this, a more fun meal or is, are we going to go back home and there's not so many, you know, nutritious choices. So maybe when we go out to eat, we can kind of load up on those vegetables or a big fruit platter. Like we kind of got today Literally at lunch. Yeah. That was even the next thing I was going to bring up too. So a lot of people asked about like how we are literally going to be like eating and drinking on this trip. And of course, like I have reservations and stuff, but like, I didn't also want to like micromanage this be like, we have to have snack time at 10 AM. Like obviously we're <laughs> we not doing that. So we, we do love snack time ladies. <laughs> However, with kind of how we navigate these meals and honestly, like for you guys, how on a, on a vacation like this, right. When, you know, there's alcohol involved, fun foods. I mean, we had, what was it last night? Some lo mein. We had like truffle lo mein last night. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. It was delicious. Yeah. Like how, how do you guys navigate not micromanaging your food intake and still enjoying vacation while also, we talked about this at lunch today. Like, you don't want to leave this trip feeling like so bloated, so blah, mm-hmm. like feel like you take a million steps back. And obviously, you know, you might not be working towards like a specific aesthetic goal. And that's important for everyone to know. Like, this is also how we live our lives. Like, mm-hmm. you don't go on vacation and be on track just because you're on a diet and you're trying to lose weight. Like, we hope all of this extends for life, right? But for you guys, how do you how do you navigate vacation and not knowing like what exactly is your next meal, but like knowing you all, we all have the goal, right? To just feel good every day. Mm-hmm. I'd say it always comes back to that balance plate. <laughs> you know? like, play, baby. I know you always have to think, okay, like it's the truffle pasta that we had is very rich and we all like kind of agreed. Okay. We ate this whole thing. We 
probably wouldn't feel the best only because it's so creamy and rich, but it's still okay to have those foods, but also think about, okay, what other balanced foods can I be adding to the plate that are going to make me feel good? And my thing when it comes to food is I always tell myself, like, if there's good food, there's always going to be good food again. So there's Mm. no need to have to like splurge, even though, you know, you're at this restaurant, you're always going to go to a good restaurant again. So what we did, and I loved it, is we shared. You know what I mean? Yeah, we shared so much last night, guys. Wait, let's walk through what we ordered last night. We had shishito peppers. We had edamame. Dumplings. Dumplings. A whole bunch of sushi. Uh And all of us loved, Marika included, who's also here, guys, also loved the yelltail. Yeah, that was so good. Still talking about it. Still talking about it till (laughs) the set. And we skipped on dessert, which we can talk about. What else did we have? The lo mein, truffle lo mein. Oh, we got the lobster rolls. Oh, we got some Uh Yeah, Yeah. it was um, like a little lump mix of lobster on top of a little piece of rice. Yeah, so good. We went big. (laughs) We went big, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's also iconic that we all. Not because peer pressure, but we all just were like so full and we were open and communicating about it. And, you know, I think a lot of this trouble with nutrition is people don't communicate about their needs. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of the problems, which is hard when you're not confident, right? Which is what we talked about, but it's much easier when you're able to, you know, really decide for yourself, like, are you hungry? Are you full? Because then you can then convey those needs to either the group um, or, you know, make decisions. But I think something that I've worked on, you know, being married now and we go out and we really enjoy going out to eat together, but same thing we were talking about, like wanting to feel great after and especially after trips um, is, and I think you were kind of hinting at this with the dessert decision, but typically I'll try and make my meal veggie centric. And I choose that because I would love to split some French fries. Oh, yes. Like, <laughs> I'm a sucker for potatoes in any form. I was telling you guys my favorite potato chips earlier. Those dirty potato chips, which, <laughs> hello, I thought everybody loved those. But Wait, we need to clarify. Isn't dirty potato chips the name of the potato chips? Yes. We're not calling potato brand. chips the dirty food it's guy. It's the brand, the dirty potato <laughs> chips. So I was going on and on about how those are my favorite chips. Um, but, yeah, I, I love a great French fry. I love to compare French fries across restaurants. Oh, hell yes. So – that is kind of where those decisions will come in for me when I am eating out is like, like me and Marika split the pizza earlier. We got a pizza loaded with veggies and we split it. So good. And then we got the fruit platter. So I kind of like to go for more of those fun foods as like a split or like an add on. And then that meal trying to be as veggie centric as possible or like load up on those veggies. Like we really do practice what we preach and like tell our clients. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I love that Most you just said that. Most yeah. of the time. And the thing is, like, we're not perfect. Like, we were also talking about at lunch, me and Hannah, about, like, how much we freaking love ice cream and desserts yeah. and sweets. And Hannah likes chocolate just as much as me. Like, yeah. Kendall doesn't like sweets as much, but it's okay. We still love her. Like, yeah. <laughs> feels <laughs> But, like, we do really practice what we preach. However, I do want to switch gears. I want to talk a little bit more about coaching and the fact that you guys are dietitians. So what is your why? What made you want to become a dietitian in the first place? So I kind of had a background, not a background in nutrition, but my family was very into nutrition. And I always felt like I wanted to know so much about it, but I was like knowing like almost like the wrong things, you know, like you learn about micronutrients and all these things that are really healthy for you. But my version of healthy was probably like a lot of women out there is, oh, you know, I can't eat like fries or we can't eat those fun foods. 
And so, um, you know, I struggled with my relationship with food going into it. But then when I'm looking at a career, I like loved nutrition so much that I just wanted to be able to help advocate for people. Like um, when it comes to nutrition, I started developing a healthier relationship with food. And then, you know, seeing a lot of women struggle with relationship with food. And I always think about my journey and how exhausted I was to think about food all the time. You literally even said that today at lunch. You're like, I loved macro tracking. I remember that's what you said, because it literally helped me think less about food. I loved when you said that. Exactly. Yeah. So knowing the fact that, okay, I wanted to do something, I wanted to be able to help. And I love, you know, nutrition and I love just the science behind it and also losing weight because I've been there before, you know, so it's just, you know, that was more of my why is saying, okay, how can I help people feel better about themselves? And then, you know, with my passion with nutrition, it just came together. Yeah. It was meant to be, baby. That was Hannah also for you guys. Kendall, what got you into dietetics, honey? Oh, well, I think, and we had kind of touched on this at lunch too, with talking about diet culture stuff and growing up, like my mom was an almond mom. If you're listening to this mom, I love you. Um, but we did special K we did try weight watchers. Like we did a lot of those things, even like when I was fairly young. So I was always pretty health or weight conscious. And I think it almost went to a degree that was maybe a little too much. And that's kind of maybe what led me to like health exercise. Like I was very into it. And then I think through my own schooling and going down that path of getting into dietetics and nutrition and exercise science, it was kind of that unlearning of all the healthy habits. And I think in my own unlearning, it's in, you know, now years later, looking at how harmful that can be long-term to be so strict and to like, look how many diets we, I even just named that I tried. And there's probably literally, and I'm sure there's so many people listening to this that are like, Oh my goodness, wait, like, I've done the same things. Like that's literally me. Like, yeah. I've done a million things. Cause so many women also think that they're the only person, not that they think they're mm-hmm. the only person that's done a lot of diets, but there's a lot of shame. Right. But what's iconic is all of us are sitting here and all of us have gotten impacted by diet culture in some way or some shape, some form. And yeah. you can be on the other side of it too. And I think what I've found loving in the weight loss space and with your clients and team TSN is helping women to unlearn that. And I think it's so helpful to just have someone on the other side saying, it's okay that you went and had a big fun weekend on vacation, but like, okay, what can we do today? What can we do tomorrow? Instead of dwelling on that and just having, I think, a resource to support you is important in helping to break through those habits. Um, I like to say you didn't learn these habits overnight. So it takes time to unlearn them, right? And then I also love to say, like, if we do our job right, you don't need us anymore. Uh, snaps. Yeah. Sorry, snaps. <laughs> but we're here for as long as you need us. And everybody has a different timeline. Some people lose weight really fast. Some people, it takes them a lot longer. And that's just how it goes with nutrition. I think just being able to provide that support for women and seeing them have that clicking moment once, you know, they've habit stacked like five new things now from where we started and they're starting to see those results. For me, it's that like unlearning. I think that I have myself. So helping people unlearn that so they can just live their damn lives. Literally. And this is about living your damn life and not being held back by how you look. 
and you know, I got some questions too, or just not even questions, but uh, requests to talk about the fact that you can love your body and still want to lose weight. Um, and I think, you know, obviously, like I know I talk my little face off on this podcast all the time, or I guess talk my little mouth off because no one sees my face. We don't have video. <laughs> However, it's pretty amazing having other dietitians here who are not only a huge part of Team TSN and you know, obviously supporting so many of you guys, but you know, all of us agree on that. Like, there's such a stigma around wanting to lose weight. But I think what's really beautiful about what we do over here is this is not just about weight loss. Like this is actually about unlearning those habits, building new healthy habits. Like it's so funny how people just see weight loss at surface level. And of course there's fat diets, Kendall, you just literally talked about so many of them, right? But you know, there, there's more to nutrition and weight loss than just following quote unquote a diet. It's, it's really learning how to eat, which is what we talk about all the time. And even that confidence piece, you know, getting to a point where you're comfortable in your body helps build that confidence, which just alludes to so many other places in your life. And even to what we talked about in the beginning, like advocating for yourself for what your needs are food wise, otherwise outside of that, but you know, in a trip in the situation, being able to have that confidence. And I think that's important. And if people want that, that's okay. I think that message gets lost sometimes. Yeah in our space. Um, and weight loss is just deemed as bad, but it's bad if you do it the bad ways. Oh, for sure. And you try and do it too quick and you're learning habits that aren't sustainable. So I think what's so iconic about what you've built, Lauren, is how we coach women to unlearn those habits and build new Mm. ones that can be sustainable. Mm. And as a coach too, I think, when it comes to this process and cause you're just trying to change habits, it's not really about like the plan that you get. Like you say, it's more about like falling in love with the process mm, because yes. you fall in love with the process and you have all these healthy habits. Like you don't have to macro count your whole life. That's what I always like to tell clients. Like this is hopefully the last time, like you'll have to do macro tracking because I mean, I'll macro track once in a while, but I don't do it regularly because none of us are tracking on this trip. Can I just put that out there, guys? Like none of us are tracking. I mean, unless Marika's doing it behind the scenes because I didn't see her. (laughs) But none of us, none of us, not a nip. Um, And that's huge because so many women feel the need to be entrapped by my fitness pal. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that's so life and death. So for you to come out and say that is so big and so important for people to know. Right. What I was thinking about is, you know, someone asked me to ask you guys this question the hardest part about your job. But before we talk about the hardest, I want to talk about the most rewarding part about the job and specifically even women that you've specifically worked with inside of TSN. What would you say is a situation or something that was really rewarding that has happened? And then I'm going to hit you with the hardest one. I'm giving it to you in advance. Thank you. Um, Well, I think kind of going off like my wife, one was big for me, but this is another one too that I, I try and harp on because I think the skill can sometimes be really tough for women mm, yeah. because we, we really identify with a number that we either pick out of thin air right? or, Literally. Was, <laughs> or we weighed my freshman year yes. of high school, yes. not even college, freshman year of high school, uh-huh. girl, yeah. you're not going to be that weight. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, so I love giving good examples of body composition changes Mm -hmm. and how I have seen women who have weighed within one or two pounds of their starting weight, but have looked completely different in photos to 
and if any members from your from 90 day um, Fitbit body. Fit body are listening, I tell all of the clients I onboard this <laughs> because I think it's so iconic. Um, we had a member who had like submitted photos of their backside. Oh yes. So, I remember that. So her face wasn't in it. So I was like, is it? Is this like some info picture sending? <laughs> Wait, I literally saw that. I mean, this was inside, yeah, the membership. inside the membership. I remember seeing it. I remember you commenting on it when I was looking at the photo and yeah. I saw Team TSM responded. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, that's so amazing that you had to ask that question." And then ask. the client comes in, the member comes in, yeah. and she's like, it, "It's me. Like, yeah. That's my progress photo." Yeah, because it was yeah. such a night and day difference, and her face wasn't okay. Like I had to just like <laughs> of ask, and the scale had only moved maybe one, like one or two pounds. Yeah. It really hadn't moved, but she's like, I feel better. All my clothes fit better. She had bought new clothes. Like all of the things that you want with weight loss inner transformation. But if you're only tracking things on the scale, that's where we start to get so in our head and so caught up in the numbers. And it's less, not fun. It's not fun. And less focus on the habits and how can we cheat my fitness pal? So mm. I can cheat the scale. And when we kind of see those habits creeping up, we you know we kind of bring it back to it. Um, but I think that's one of my my favorite things is having that like aha moment of like I don't have to be so caught up on the scales up a pound today or it's down mm-hmm. two pounds today. Like instead of being so caught up on that day to day you know data that we like to collect. Yeah. We're looking at all of the other pieces to the puzzle and all of the progress of their hard work. Because, like, when you get on the scale, it's only one, like, metric that we use to measure progress. And I always try to remind clients, it, that's only one thing. Like, we have, to, if you're upset about the scale, let's try to focus on other things that are other forms of progress, like body composition changes. If you're working out at the gym, you feel a lot stronger. Your weights are going up. Um you know, like your meal choices and how you, how you're enjoying eating food again. Like those are all other forms of progress. And so I agree with Kendall. Like once you kind of make that realization, okay, wait, the scale wasn't everything to me and I can really focus again on the process and how you're feeling. Like it, it's a game changer. <laughs> Such a game changer. Okay. Hannah, putting you on the spot. What is the most rewarding part of your job besides everything you just said, because I'm yes. sure you feel the same scandal. <laughs> yeah. I would say working with clients and it's usually around like week five, week six, week mm-hmm. seven. It's just like when things start really clicking for people and then when they're having these challenges, cause like, I mean, week five and six, it's like, okay, the momentum of things start to wear off of the new program. And so like week five and six, it's either like a make it or break it. It's either like, okay, you're actively trying to figure out your plan. You're learning to navigate like your new lifestyle if things change. And I think the best, most rewarding part is when I see clients who put in their Friday weekly wins, like I had this challenging thing happen to me and this is how I navigated it. And it's all about those habits. Like I love seeing those habits like start to evolve. And then for women, you know, to start trusting themselves that like, Hey, you can do this. I usually find that around like halfway through the program when things start to really click for them. Um, And then I can see each week they're taking it week by week and they're, you know, new challenges coming in the way and they're like navigating them. It's so well. And so it it makes me feel good to think, okay, like you're, you're taking our advice. Like we're, you know, helping you work through these mindset struggles that you're having and you're doing it, you know? So I would say that is probably the most rewarding thing is seeing it work and then seeing them navigate through Mm -hmm. those 
Yeah. Changes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big part of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seeing someone who's struggling a little bit, giving them the tools so then they're able to change is like so iconic. So epic. What is the hardest part? <laughs> we'll probably have the same. Like, <laughs> you guys, guys, if you saw them right now, they're like, okay, getting a little clenched up, getting a little tight. Like what? I, and not Thank hardest you. because we, I love a challenge. Mm-hmm. I know you guys love a challenge too. And it's tough when, you know, you're, you're presented with someone of an amazing woman who is in front of all of us and you see her just struggling so much and getting in her own way. And that's really, you know, if I was to answer this question, the hardest <laughs> part for me is when you know someone is self-sabotaging, but finding a way as a coach and dietitian to kind of guide them back, but also show them the ropes because I can't provide all the answers for you. I'm here to guide you, but you have to put in the work and you have Mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, take that personal responsibility. So I know for me, I wish I could take on the personal responsibility for every single person who ever works with us, but it's tough because you can't. So that's the toughest part for me. What about for you guys? Anything come to mind? (laughs) Probably what I would say. You're like spot on. Yeah. yeah. I, I would just say like it's, and me and Lauren, we talk about this often, is we can't coach you if you don't show up. Exactly. Love that. Which I think is probably a little bit of a spinoff of what you are just saying. But, you know, sometimes we'll have women who we don't hear from for a while. I, again, try and catch this in the beginning, like my first call. Like th- life happens I almost would rather you lean into us when you're so much, like so yeah. much. I'm like, that's what this coaching is for that help and accountability and guidance. And I think going back to what you said earlier, there's sometimes a lot of shame yeah. around food and food choices. And we see it so much. And kind of like you said, like everyone thinks their situation is unique, but I think what you see a lot in group coaching, which is the beauty of it is, most people have very similar issues going on. Not that you're going to have a group with all the same issues, but like half the group might be new moms. Mm-hmm. The other half might be working business women who travel a lot. The other might be coming out of college or still in college. And there's a couple within each group who are having really similar struggles, but there's a lot of shame, I think, in and guilt around not being able to have like a win on Fridays when we do our check-ins. Oh yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Even in the membership. I'm sure it's the same. In the membership, same thing. And, and then we, we don't hear from women for weeks and then they come back and they're like, well, I, I'm disappointed and I'm not seeing results, but we haven't heard from you or your stuff's not filled out for us to give you feedback and to help you. We haven't heard Mm -hmm. from you. So it's, it's a challenge for me when, um, you know, someone's mindset maybe isn't and their actions maybe aren't aligned with their expectations. Right, yeah. And sometimes having that tough love or real talk, right? Yeah, we talk real talk, 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 talk. Um, <laughs> We are very shoot straighters here at uh, TSM. TSM. For sure. Um, Do not work with us if you don't like the truth. Yes. <laughs> and we want to be honest, right? Yeah. Like you don't want to be paying a random person at a gym to give you something that's cookie cutter and isn't going to work. Like we yeah. put a lot of love into these, you know, recommendations and thought and sometimes are having a whole team. Yeah. Put wait, together recommendations. Wait, fun fact, guys. <laughs> so often, like if Kendall's responding to something, if I am, if Hannah is like ev- everyone within team TSN, like we all communicate and 
you hit, you just hit the nail on the head. I think that's the expression. Hopefully it's right. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's a team effort, but like, there's also so much thought behind it. So just because we're putting so much thought and effort, cause we really care. We really yeah. want you to succeed. Yeah. You know, there's only so much thought and effort we can put in. Like you also have to show up, mm-hmm. right? Like exactly. we can't do that for you. And that, I think that's really tough. Yeah. It's so that I think to wrap up would be the toughest part for me with coaching is having those tough conversations sometimes being really honest and, and saying, Hey, like this is now the moment where if you really want those results that you're after, like you got to step it up right? and show up for yourself mm-hmm. because we're here regardless. Mm-hmm. We're, <laughs> we're not going we're anywhere. Regardless. Like we're here. <laughs> and they're promise. your goals. And they're yes. your goals. And we're here uh-huh. to help support yeah. that. Um, mm-hmm. But we can't do it if you're not showing up for yourself. Yeah, so true. Do you have anything else to add, Hannah? Well, Kendall kind of nailed it on the spot (laughs) for me, but the other thing too is like, as you go through this program, even in the membership, like you don't disappoint us. Like there is no, oh, Oh, this is like, (laughs) retweet, retweet. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this is, like I said, this is your journey. This is your weight loss and we want to help you get there. So if you feel like, oh man, I'm going to disappoint, you know, Lauren or um, Kendall, because I didn't like track this week. I was really off. Like we, we don't care. Like we're here to help you get back (laughs) there because I mean, we do care. We want you to succeed (laughs) in your goal, but we, you know, we don't care if you mess up because that's Mm -hmm. why we're here, you know, is to guide you because it is such a lifestyle change to think, okay, I have to think how I don't normally think, and I'm not sure how to navigate it. And then also I would say too, is, um, one of the hardest things and you talked about it too, is just like, when you get advice, like if you're not sure how to handle it, like messages back, or if you need to help like establishing like one or two goals, like we're here to do, help you do that. But your success is going to come from how much effort you put into it. And so like, if you just are not sure how to navigate it, like that's why we're here is to say, okay, let's take baby steps on how to get there. Cause you don't have to do everything all at once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would piggyback off that. This is Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Take it away. Um, where sometimes, you know, we're part of coaching is not necessarily like teaching, right? It's not mm-hmm. just giving you the answers. Yeah. It's helping guide you to your own solutions. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's day and week and lifestyle is so different. So I think sometimes, but I like what Hannah said, like if we give you advice or something to work on and it's not clear, Mm -hmm. if we're trying to instigate you to think critically about your situation, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not clear, like we would love to help clarify or love to help you navigate that more. But sometimes too, what can be challenging is helping you know, cultivating those critical thinking skills around navigating those situations for you because everyone is so different. Yes. So it's not necessarily that we're not giving you like a go do X, Y, Z. Sometimes it's, well, what, what do you think is going to work best for you? Yeah. So that way we get, get that, you know, wheels turning and burning and like, what have I tried before? What doesn't work? And um, I think that's what's so different and unique about coaching is that it's not just giving you the answers. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people expect answers. Yes. And we do give answers, but what Kendall's saying is so important because Mm -hmm. it is our job not to spoon feed you the answers because actually I want to give a little reality check to you guys. If we spoon feed you the answers that actually is physically freaking impossible. There is no way we can spoon feed weight loss for you. We can't put food in your mouth. We can't make those decisions for you. We can do it to a point and you might've been working with a coach or a program before that like, 
did try to spoon feed you, but guess what? You're probably listening to the show because it didn't <laughs> fucking work. So like you, you can't yeah. be spoon fed the actual transformation you guys are going after. Right. My job. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So it's, it's trying to help you navigate, you know, take it to the next level. Obviously yeah. everybody starts somewhere different. But if you've been, you know, towards the end of the program, we're trying to help cultivate that critical thinking for you exactly. so you can go out and do it on your own. Yeah. And if we just give you the exact answer every single time, you're not learning. And that's what coaching is, is you're learning how to do it on your own. So you don't ever have to do a weight loss program again. And right? you're less likely to do it yeah. anyway. Like, you know, if we give you, you know, hey, we want you to do this, this, and this, like very specifics, or if you... It's hard if you can't think of it for yourself because it's it has to come from your mind in order to be more motivated to do it. So that's why we ask a lot of open-ended questions is just because we want you to think about it too and yeah. what you can do as an individual at this time. Yeah. And it's like a balance, right? It's like yes. obviously, you know, it's our job to help you figure out your calorie budget. It's our job to help give you your protein intake. Like we're not talking about that stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, we help look at restaurant menus, for instance, but like if you were to have to come to us for every single meal, every single day, we have to plan every single thing for you. We are not doing our jobs. And when right. we don't do that, so like that's not happening, but yeah. you know, it's, it's like this fine balance. Um, mm-hmm. I love it. I'm so glad that we had you guys on. Yeah. Yes. This is great. Yeah. I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, we got to go to Poppy steak right now. <laughs> <laughs> this dinner. Before we go, what is your favorite drink of choice? Well, right now I'm really into espresso martinis as we, we had last night. Um, I don't do Kahlua. I do the the coffee or like espresso mix with, with the vodka. A vodka espresso martini, mm. gal, not tequila. Mm. Yeah. What do I do? I am a very uh, – I like Thomas Collins because I, I love gin. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I literally was like, what is Thomas Collins? I'm obviously not a gin drinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I will do any – honestly, if I go out to a meal, like, or, you know, out to eat, I will get a definitely a fancy drink, um, you know, mm-hmm. anything with gin. And then I always kind of resort back to that gin and soda because that's just, like, it's basic. Too. It's, it's basic. It tastes good. <laughs> a little bit of lime. Last night, exactly. Kendall ordered us oh. a – is vodka? Vodka soda, uh-huh. splash of pineapple juice. It was good. The splash of pineapple, it was like a little fun, but it was yeah. like, even, the drink was even so like, clear. Like it really wasn't dark. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a splash. It's not, that's my other go-to for yeah. sure. It's good. Well, we're going to go guys. Thank you for listening. All right. Bye. Bye.